Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and so happy to have you here with me on Fearlessly Authentic. My name is Jody Harrison Bauer, and thank you again for joining us. Thank you, everybody around the world. I'm hoping that we spread the love, the education, the empowerment, and the inspiration because that's what we are here for every single week. And please remember to subscribe, review, share with people that you love. I love sharing other people's podcasts because if we're not learning, we're not evolving. And for me, um, that's the whole purpose in life is to learn, evolve, empower, inspire, love, and uh, just spread that to other people. So today's guest, I want to get right into it. I am so excited and honored to have her with me. She, her name is Jody Gubrowski, and she is the founder of Beyond Yoga. I'm, if, for those of you who have never heard of her or have heard of Beyond Yoga, I'm just going to give you a little background on Jody. And it's kind of cool. We both spell our name the same way. It's just very weird. Anyway, uh, Jody is a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a wife. She is also the founder and visionary of Beyond Yoga, a yoga-inspired lifestyle brand for today's woman. She likes to think of herself as a spiritual entrepreneur of sorts and that her past experiences help her to have gotten there. The purpose of Beyond Yoga is to help women feel beautiful all day long, allowing for an effortless transition from carpool to yoga to lunch with stylish ease. Made in the USA, I love that. Um, Jody also says that today she realizes that struggles and challenges make her who she is. They make her authentic, and by being herself, she aims to inspire women to love who they are from the inside, to discover and accept themselves, and to embrace their own authenticity. Wow. Thank you for being on the show, Jody. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Yes, yes. I wanted to start with what inspired you to create the brand Beyond Yoga, and I before you answer that, I'm just going to tell you that when I purchased um, my first few items from your brand, I remember looking at the label and saying, I wonder what that means beyond yoga. Does it mean that what you said from carpool to lunch, or is there a deeper meaning to it? So I wanted to ask you about that. Okay. Um, I will answer that. Um, I will first, I'll start with kind of how it started. So I'm Jody. We're both the Jodies, um, and uh, I'm honored to be here. And being fearlessly authentic is something that is so important to me. So when Jody asked me to be on this, it was a definite yes because it's so perfectly aligns with what I believe in and I'm about. Um, so thank you for what you're doing, Jody, for women across around the world. Um, I was, I'll give a little background about myself just so it kind of it, uh, follows a storyline. 
Grew up in Los Angeles, grew up in a, a very um, Hollywood entertainment-based family, very immersed in the center of the, biz- of the business and the culture. And I was somebody who struggled with my own sense of self-esteem and body image. And so to be in the middle of Hollywood and be struggling with that is definitely a challenge because I, I, I refer to it as I was lost in the sea of skinny. And I was a size two, a size eight, a size four, a size 12, a size 16, a size 10. And so the story goes. And I really spent a lot of time working on myself and finding, sorry about that, finding a sense of peacefulness. I don't have a a studio yet. It's coming. Um, But uh, working on myself and Then at the same time, I was going through life and growing up and going to college and getting jobs and figuring out what I wanted to do. And it was definitely, it was not a linear path. I graduated college, went to UCLA, and I moved to New York and I was the model editor for a J. Crew catalog. Then I came back to Los Angeles and I worked in the entertainment business and I was in production. Then I decided, what do I, like, what do I really want to do? I was talked into being an agent and I started at, um, in the agency business, I became an agent, realized it wasn't for me. I left that and I went back to school and got a master's in education. I thought I wanted to be a school teacher, left that. Um, and wow, that's, that, a, that's a big change, big change. A big change from everything else you were doing. And like in line with what we're talking about, I was trying to be authentic to myself. I was like, this doesn't make me happy. Let me try this. And if anything, if I can be anything to anyone out there, it's don't, don't stay where you're not happy. Don't stay where you're not feeling fulfilled. Like keep trying. There's nothing in the way of keeping, of trying. And so I was uh, getting older and, and going through these different jobs. And then I, decided I didn't want to be a a teacher and I partnered up with a girlfriend and we had a PR company and we did uh, celebrity dressing and PR. We did events, celebrity dressing, and then um, PR for the events that we did. And I did that for a while. It was really successful, but it wasn't, it wasn't there. I wasn't there yet. I was still searching for what it was. And so I sat down and uh, I was trying to think of what I wanted to do and um, full disclosure, I, I was about 30 days in and I hadn't figured out what I wanted to do. I was being a yoga teacher and a life coach, so I was doing something, but I wasn't quite making money to really completely support myself on my own. My parents were helping me and my dad basically said, you have 30 days to figure it out or <laughs> you're cut off. And I was like, holy shit. So... Um, I sat because down. you had been. This was this was about ten years of searching to really be your authentic self. Like you were really, really focused on, and I love that. Focused on. I want to do something that truly lights me up, that turns me on. And even though I was making money in these things, it's still not lighting me up. And damn it, I am going to find something that turns me on a hundred percent so at this point I sat down and I really thought about what do I love and um 
I loved fashion. I loved fitness. I was always very into, at this point in my life, I was very into exercise and have been since for 25 years. And I was the West Coast editor of a plus size magazine called Mode at the time, which that was not um, in fashion then. And Jody, what year was what year was that? This was in, God, I, I, I'm a little sketchy with the years. It was somewhere between 2000 and 2002, somewhere, somewhere in there. So we've come um, a long way since then. Yes. So yes, it was right around, it was right around, it was right around there. And um, I really thought about what I love and I was a yogi and I was like, I want to, and, and, and I opened my, and I'm somebody who, without sounding too corny or woo-woo, I'm very much about like opening up myself to possibility. I believe in manifesting, manifestation. And I was like, Same way. I want to do an activewear brand that was for everybody and everybody. And I went to, um, I went to a business uh, associate of my mom's and was chatting with him. And he was like, you should try to do this with like a bigger company. And I was like, my first instinct was, I mean, what bigger company? Like, I have no idea. And then I was like, okay, again, let's be open. Let's see what we can manifest. And not too long after, like pretty quickly after, I got a phone call from Fila, the sports company, to, um, to do PR for them. And I said, I don't do PR anymore. I'm a yoga teacher and a life coach, and I'm making a yoga activewear line. And they said, well, what if we make your yoga line? I said, then I do PR. And I started with them, and it was yoga by Fila. And, and again, and we started building it. It was doing really well. And in, again, in full disclosure and relating it right back to um, what your podcast is all about, uh, Fila came to me and said they wanted me to help them with Fila and not with Beyond Yoga. And the truth was, as much as I was in it to make money and support myself and be successful, I was equally in it for the messaging and for what it was about, which is the loving yourself as you are today, the body positivity of it all. And so I left them um, and I regathered myself and I relaunched it on my own. And right, and that's prob- that's probably what you needed to do all along, right? Was because you knew. I, I get the feeling from you that deep down you knew what the message was. You knew what it looked like because I'm a manifester. Also, you knew what it was going to look like. You knew what it was going to feel like. And as much as it was successful with Fila, it needed to be your own baby. It sounds like to me. Definitely. What also I left out of the brainstorm of what I wanted to do. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to be in charge of my own destiny. I did not want to work for somebody else. I knew I needed the autonomy to be authentically who I was. I needed all of that. And so that's what I created. And um, from the very beginning of relaunching it, um, I hired a woman named Michelle to work with me. And since then, she has become my business partner. And 
we are an incredible team. I, we both feel equally lucky, which is such an amazing, amazing thing. Um, that's a side note. I can get to more of that later. But um, relaunched it on my own at, in 2005. So it's been, it'll be 16 years in October. So uh, it's been a, wow. a ride. And, um, and to answer your other question, Beyond Yoga, well, ironically, my PR company was called Beyond PR um, because we did more than PR. And to your point, it's more than for just yoga, but there is other meaning to it. Um, it, is for, it is Beyond Yoga. It's for hiking. It's for lounging. It's for sleeping. It's for, there's all you know, it's for lots of different activities. I bike in it, hike in it. I've even gone swimming in it. Um, but, but that's, that's, that's before, I know we have a little bit of a delay here. So I'm sorry if I'm interrupting you, we've had a little bit of sound difficulty, but, um, this was, again, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for almost 35 years now. So, and I remember when I started working out, there weren't a lot of brands out there, but, to have a company like yours created 16 years ago, um, that was really um, forward thinking because 16 years ago, people were not working out like they are now. You know, um, they weren't thinking about, nobody back in the 90s and the 80s when I was working out was thinking about ever wearing like their workout pants out to lunch or anything like that. But you made it, as you said, you loved fashion and fitness. And you brought them together. And I just love that. Um, yes, it, it's interesting. Again, tying it back to being fearlessly authentic. I definitely was doing something. I was focusing on fashion, fashion fitness, and body positivity, which was super authentic to me. And it wasn't what was in, in fashion then. No. Um, at the time, it was a company... Hardtail was a company and I would wear them their clothes to yoga and I would it was all cotton and I would leave and literally my pants would be like this much longer. Yes, and yes. All apart right away. And so I really knew based on all the different things that I pulled from uh, and all the different jobs that I ha have had, it all per pointed perfectly to this because my background in being an agent I had all the relationships with agents, managers, publicists, my background from doing events and dressing people. So I had all of this wealth of knowledge that kind of fed into perfectly into the launch of Beyond Yoga. I was able to get it on celebrities. Um, but one of the, to, to finish what I was saying about Beyond Yoga, the other thing, the other deeper meaning is beyond, uh, yoga is a physical practice that takes place on a mat as far as what most people, the majority of people think about yoga. But yoga, beyond the yoga that most people know of, is a, is a practice of the mind, body, spirit. It's a practice of how you live your life, how, how you and I talk to each other, how I interact with a customer, how I live a authentic, honest life. So there's so much more to yoga that lies beyond the physical practice of yoga. So there is deeper meaning. Um, so I appreciate that you asked that and I had the opportunity to share that. Um, so, 
It's, I think, you know, I think a lot of thought goes into a lot of brands, but I, I, I feel the deep authenticity to this. And I'm one who looks to align everything in my life, mind, body, and soul as much like if, well, like if you're looking for a, a friend, um, you know, if you, you need to align with them. And also mindfulness is huge because nothing happens without the right mindset. So again, I love everything that the brand represents. And by the way, um, oh, the fit is fantastic. Just a little plug for Beyond Yoga here. The fit is fantastic. Um, one of the best fitting leggings I've ever worn and being not even five foot one, they just fit me perfectly. Well, also it's, it's awesome because I'm five seven and probably a size 10. And my business partner is 5'2", and probably a size zero or two. So we definitely, we spend a lot of time making sure that like, in the very beginning, it was the two of us. Now we have a plus size fit model, and we really, really spend time making sure that all the sizes fit in the right way. It's, it's really important to us. It might cost us an extra penny or two on the front end, but I really believe it's paid off on the back end. And so uh, it's, it's super, uh, it's been super worth the extra effort. And it also sounds like at the beginning, given your vision that you said, I want to put models in of different sizes to show that we need to um, love ourselves. We need to embrace our, ourselves no matter what size what shape, what age, what stage of our life we're in. Again, going back to being authentically you, not fearing, living with courage and integrity. Uh, yes. I mean, when, when, when the brand started, one of the things for anyone listening and is interested in being an entrepreneur and is interested in starting some kind of a company, regardless of what kind of company it is, uh, before we went live, Jody and I were talking about the, you know that my business focuses a lot on body, and focus of Jody Harrison Bowers is a lot on age. And really, we focus on both. I remember when we started, Benetton was a big uh, influence for me. Benetton and Dove. Um, I really wanted ages, shapes, sizes, ethnic ethnicities. It's all very important to us. So we really try to use models of all ages, shapes, and sizes. The people that work in our company, we really try to be have a, a diversity and inclusivity. It's very important to us. Having said that, um, when you start a business, regardless of what it is, you have to start with a focus. If your focus is too broad, it, it, you could get lost. So sometimes it was frustrating because I'm like, I want somebody older or I want somebody bigger. And it's like, we had to start out and build our, our base. And as we grew, we were able to, <laughs> I, I didn't even mean this. We were able to grow in sizes and we were able to have more uh, ages of people. Uh, and I noticed, because when we first started, I remember saying that it was really important to me that we had, um, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on. That, um, that we had extra small to extra large. I really wanted extra, extra large, 
But the problem was when we first started, in order to get that audience, like when you're starting a business, you have a business plan and you, you have finances and you have to stick to it. So it was very frustrating at first because re- and, and I noticed that the larges and the extra larges sold the least. So it was, a, it was definitely a, a journey to get to the place where we are now, where we go from extra, extra small to 4X. So super proud of how we've gotten there. But my message to anybody listening that is entrepreneurial and is trying to do something is like, don't get frustrated. Know you have to start with a smaller niche. And as you build that loyalty and that customer base with whatever it is, you can start to grow it. So be patient. Very, very, very niche Um, You know, one of my dreams before I I leave this earth, which isn't going to be for 40 more years at least, was to always have my own clothing brand. I've never said that out loud. I just said it out loud. But I've always thought that I wanted to do it because my background is fashion. I used to be a buyer. So I, I, too, love the whole idea of fashion and fitness and could so appreciate everything that you're saying. And while you were... Well, you were focused on that niche when you first started, you were also focused on the message behind it as well, correct? Yes, very much so, which is why I left Fila, because they really wanted Fila. And I just, I, I could have made money, but it wouldn't have, it wouldn't be, have been authentic to like what my heart was really calling for, building. Right. Um, You know, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about other other things that motivate you and how you build yourself up when you're having maybe a bad day. And also about I'm that girl and other and other um, things that you're involved with to help young women, women of all ages. Again, I shouldn't even say young women, but women of all ages, because I think we all struggle with um, feeling left out, not being a part of it, and um, feeling like you're the only person who feels like that girl. So hang in there, everybody. We'll be right back after a few minute break. A few minutes. In a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. 
This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody, to Fearlessly Authentic. I am joined today by Jody Guberbrowski, founder of Beyond Yoga. And we are not just talking about the brand Beyond Yoga. Well, we are, but the whole meaning behind it, because it's, that's how it started, was with the whole vision of what it was going to bring to other women, and then, of course, beautiful clothing to go along with that. And I just love that there's this great message. So, Jody, I want to, you know, we talked a lot about body positivity, being positive mindset. So, I know you said you've been different sizes and you had different jobs and it finally led you to create this line. But during, during that journey, were you struggling with self-love, self-acceptance? Yes. I, you know, what, what is the expression? Hindsight is twenty twenty. And the, the express, the quote that I love the most, the, my, one of my favorite quotes It's the most painful quote, but youth is wasted on the young. If we could get young people to get like, but the truth is, I say like a four-year-old, a four-year-old can't read Catcher in the Rye. They just can't. A 20-year-old can't X, Y, or Z. A 30-year-old can't A, B, or C. So whatever it is, like we're meant to get it when we get it. Some people get certain things. Like I have a girlfriend who gets things at a much younger than I did. Um, And so I, I know different things happen at different times, but I find that um, I, I found that in my wiser years, more recent years, that self-love is such an inside job. And I probably have more love for myself today than I ever have. And I've, I've been thinner. I know it doesn't have to do with that. It's about 
who I am, how I treat people, how I treat myself, how I take care of myself, how I see things. And it's, you know, <laughs> if being, if, and, and a lot of people will say, oh, when I have the job, when I'm wealthy enough, when I'm this enough, when I'm that enough. And it's like, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Um, and so for me, it's really about how I take care of myself when I wake up in the morning, sticking to my routine, exercising, eating right. And when I say eating right, I don't mean dieting. I mean, eating right. I mean, eating quality, organic, eating, eating to be right. Eating to be healthy, eating for wellness. And I, you know, that's one of the things that I focus on with my clients as well, as you're speaking about it, is that, look, I know you might want to lose weight or gain weight, but let's focus on eating for wellness versus the other things. Because if we start with the wellness, then everything else sort of falls in place. Unless I've got somebody who's completely obsessed, and then maybe we're not the right match for one another. Because... Again, you get wiser as we get older because we have all these life experiences, which, of course, we wish we had when we were 25. Right. I mean, I know for me that if I exercised for weight loss, I would not be such an exercise junkie. I exercise right. for my health. So like you, I'm going to take you to another. I don't know if we talked about this ever. Uh, I have another almost 100 years. I'm planning to live to 150. And people laugh at me and I say, why? If I'm going to look like this and feel like this, why wouldn't I want to? If I don't, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it or won't cross it. <laughs> but I, knowing that that's my mindset, taking care of my skin, taking care, I exercise religiously because of what it means to me. If I was doing it for weight loss, it'd be harder to do. So I think it's important to know why you are doing some authentically doing something and it makes it easier to do it if it's coming from the right place. Um, so. Completely agree. So what happens on those days? So you have somewhat of a routine, you get up and you have your morning routine. And I read somewhere that you do really try to meditate, but it doesn't always happen. I'm right there with your girlfriend. I, the meditation is really difficult for me. Um, I do it as best as I can, and I, and I try to be kind to myself instead of beating myself up, right? Because if, we have to practice that self-love and that kindness. Do you agree? A hundred percent. I have tried all different kinds of meditation, these days, I have this thing called uh, it's Lumi Suticles. It's these Lumi lights, and I put them on like different parts of my body. There comes with pads, and I lie there for twenty minutes in the morning with the lights, and I close my eyes and I just relax. And so that's my meditation. But um, sometimes I go on the beach. I happen to live at the beach, and I'll go on the beach. Or if you don't live, you just go on the find a place where there's grass and go on the grass and put your feet in the grass and drink a, or sit down on the grass and drink a cup of tea. Um, I think that um, 
So I, I find my ways. One of the things that I did for a while, I haven't done it recently. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll do something for a while and then I'll do, try something new. I like variety. Even with my workouts, I try to have variety because I think it's good for right. your body. You need, you need variety. Yeah, you need that. Um, but one of the things that I did, and I, I offer this up to uh, the listeners here, um, is I did a gratitude journal for a while. And so what I did was on the right side, on the, on the left side of the gratitude journal, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd open it up, two sides. On this side, I would write 10 things that I'm grateful for that are alive and well in my life. It could be, I'm grateful for my eyesight. I'm grateful for my sense of smell, my sense of taste, which during you know, these days with, unfortunately, with COVID and stuff, that's, that's a re- that's a really is a real thing. But I'm grateful that I woke up this morning. I'm grateful for my home, anything. It could be someone in your life. It could be your job. It could be a beautiful piece of clothing you just bought. Whatever it is, 10 things, just so that you're in the practice of gratitude. And there are 10 things that you know you have. And then on the right side of the page, I write 10 things that... I'm grateful for that I don't have, that I want, but I write it as if I have it. So I'm grateful for, like, sometimes I'm grateful for my strong, no, that's not, I write that on this side. I'm grateful for my body that's found its natural set point. I'm grateful for a certain amount, a certain success marker in my business that I'm, that I'm looking to achieve. And so, but I write it in the affirmative as if I have it. And I did that for. You know what I, oh, yeah, I, I love that. I love that because it's sort of like goal setting and that we already see ourselves accomplishing that. Again, it's that, you know, visioning, envisioning ourselves and manifesting it because if we see ourselves getting to that point, like when I competed in fitness shows and I would see myself as the last woman on stage holding the trophy, I was always at when I, when I manifest it and I actually saw it so clearly, it happened when I didn't see it. So I think I love that idea. I've been practicing actually that a lot more lately. And I think it's helpful to a lot of people that may not, be sure what's in their future, certainly during these uncertain times, right? And, and let's be clear. There are days that I've woken up feeling terrible. And sometimes it's because the night before I ate ice cream and ice cream doesn't agree with my stomach. And, or there are days I wake up and I just don't feel well and I have no idea what it's about. And you have to kind of, when I'm feeling that way, the exercise helps move, move me through it and releases a lot of like uh, stuck energy. So I find that helps me. But I mean, I I think I was saying to you during the break, even with my business, I mean, there are days, even when I feel very blessed, my business has always been successful. um, But that doesn't mean that it hasn't been difficult. I was telling Jody during the break that there were days I would wake up and I would lie on my couch weeping. And I'd call my parents and be like, what did I get myself into? I'm responsible for all these people. So like life is ups and downs. 
And I think sometimes it's knowing. I don't think, I know. The only way you get the, the ups, the joy, the happy, is by knowing the sad, the unhappy. It's part of life. And when you have the unhappy, trusting that the happy is coming, uh, I think is an important thing. And having the unhappy allows you to really appreciate the happy. So if you could try to look at it as a blessing in disguise, it might help you move through it a little with a little more ease. I think that's great advice because that's what, um, you know, I was going to ask you and you read my mind that how do you pull yourself out of a bad day for somebody whose business and vision is about being positive about yourself, loving yourself and your body. How do you, how do you tweak that in your mind? And I think you answered that perfectly, that it's not an easy answer. There's no set answer, right? No, but I do think there are things, for example, I, like I said, I'll work out. I will also call a friend. I am very, very honest and open with my friends. And I find a lot of um, uh, security in those relationships that I have. Um, they're very, my, my guy friends too. My girlfriends are super meaningful to me. Um, my husband's actually pretty awesome too. So I feel very lucky. Um, and so I look to that. The other thing that I do, uh, and sometimes I just do it myself, but I picked during, during quarantine, I picked up, uh, DJing and I started DJing on Instagram and on, Come on. Um, another platform called Twitch. Love it. I love it. And one of the things, though, is, is that when I put music on, it puts me in the best mood. And so there are certain things or songs that I'll listen to that will really, really um, help my, my mood. So that's music is a music and dance are a big thing. Yeah, music always puts me in a really good mood, too. So name for me five things you love about yourself. Um, okay. Five things, just five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Give me 10 then. Um, uh, I love, I'm, I'm very big hearted and generous. Uh, I, um, I love helping people. Um, I am very lucky. I have, um, nice skin. Um, I trying to be thoughtful about the things that I say. I mean, I could say like I have pretty hands, you know, but, but I'm, I'm trying to think of things that like, um, I love that I'm always trying to better myself. And I say that because like, I can also say on the flip side, I have a hard, I am, I get easily distracted. And so I have to sometimes work on staying focused. Um, So I appreciate about myself that I will work at something to, to be better at it, especially if it's for somebody that I care about my life. Like my husband, he'll be like, we're in the middle of a conversation. You just picked up your phone. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So it's something I really try to work on. (laughs) Uh, I try to hear, I try 
not great at it, but I try to hear constructive criticism and take it in. And um, um, I like my sense so would, of style. Um, would you would you say you're hard on yourself? I'm definitely hard on myself. I'm definitely hard on myself. I'm definitely hard on myself. I'm hard on myself. And not just like, I could say I'm hard on myself physically. Like I'm always like, ah, I'm, you know, whether it's like, and it's interesting because I know I've talked about body positivity, but just to be clear, that doesn't mean body positivity doesn't mean just settling for what you have and just being there. Body positivity means loving where you are, but taking care of yourself to maybe change things. You know, I think there's, I think body positivity has a, a, um, a, a, a judgmental bent because it's either like, well, I thought you loved yourself. Why are you trying to lose weight? Or why are you being supportive of somebody who's so large? So there's this, this very delicate balance of trying to figure out how to navigate it um, del- carefully because, because we make clothes for someone who's 3X or 4X doesn't mean we don't believe in taking good care of yourself and being healthy. We're saying, we want to be here for you while you exercise, while you take care of yourself. We want you to feel good about yourself in the journey, whatever that is. It may be staying right where you are, and that's okay too. That's up to you, not up to me to decide. Um, I love that message. I, I love that. That is so true that it, it's not about just staying where you are. It's loving every point that you go to, that the journey, but embracing yourself at every, at every point along the way. Mm-hmm. You asked if I'm tough on myself. And it's interesting when you first asked that, I was like, I was thinking, I was, I was like, being very body centric when you ask the question, that's where my, my mind went. And I am tough on myself, but I'm more, I'm so much more accepting in that, that that's why I hesitated. But then when I thought about it, as the conversation went on, I have high expectations of myself. So I'm tough on myself in a lot of ways. I, I, if I'm being what I consider to be lazy, I'll say to someone, Oh, I'm being lazy. And a friend will say to me, lazy. You're like the least lazy person I know, but my expectations are so high that so it's sometimes it's just being gentle on yourself to know that it's enough. Um, So, yes, it's it's hard for us. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Right. It's hard when you're trying to achieve so much and like you said before, there's some days you didn't feel like it, but achieving, achieving, achieving. And then sometimes you're like, I don't feel like achieving anything today. I just don't feel like it. Right. And I know that given my experiences, maybe it's my age that I'm like, okay, Jody, it's all right. And I think, you know, you seem to do the same thing where you're like, you'll give yourself a, a, a pass. You're like, okay, Jody, I, I I'm okay today. And Again, also full disclosure, if I'm feeling down, sometimes I will sit on the couch or sit on my bed and watch a television show. I am no stranger to bubblegum television. And it's a distractor to kind of get you out of your own way. So I definitely will give myself some leeway there and be like, you know, especially during this crazy year we've had, we have the opportunity 
of us are, have been at home for so long of saying, I'm going to take a moment here because I can, I can do more of it later. So there's a little bit more flexibility during this right. time. I wanted to ask you about um, I'm That Girl. Could you explain to everybody what that is and how you started it and how I, somebody can I, find out more I, about it? You're talking about I Am That Girl? Yes. I didn't start it. Um, some, uh, oh, okay. Another woman started it. Um, uh, and I just am very, I love what they do. And it's a way, I, I knew from a very young age that I loved helping people and I loved supporting uh, girls. And from a very young age, I always loved younger kids. And so for me, when I found this organization that supported high school and college uh, girls, women, ladies, uh, people, (laughs) um, I, uh, it's interesting though. I never thought about it. When you just said that, I thought, hmm, I am that girl. I guess that girl today, because there's such a gender pronoun situation that we're, we're, we're learning about. Um, I am that girl doesn't, definitely does not have to be girl. It could be whatever that, that person. I am that person. And uh, I think that I just love what they're about. I love all the, the le- what they teach the girls, what they're about. And so I, I decided to work with them and help raise money. And I've done some events, some fundraising, and I just love what they're about. And I love the woman who started it, Alexis. Okay. And they, and they work with women of all ages to... To not feel left out. It's really about not feeling left out and so on, right? It's, it's, it's high school and college age. Uh, and it's basically, they all have their own groups in different schools and colleges and areas. And I look at it kind of like a modern day sorority. It's a way of finding a place where you feel safe, where you can authentically be yourself. And... I, I believe that that's just so important. I didn't have that when I was in school or college, and it would have been so beneficial to be around like-minded people who also wanted that. And so I think it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic thing. So let's talk about social media, because I know you've got your Beyond Yoga page and you've got your personal page. Um, real quickly, how do you feel about what's shown on social media? What's really on social media? What's your point of view about what well, you, you want to share and what is being shared? It's interesting because that question ties back to I am that girl as well in the sense that something, um, Brene Brown is someone who I love. I love her work, her words, yes. her research. And something that I took from her that's been really impactful in my life is she makes a a very specific differentiation between fitting in and belonging and, and the, how it was articulated or how I took the articulation of it was fitting in is being who you think they want you to be. Belonging is being exactly who you are and being with people you're supposed to be with. 
And I felt for a long time in my life, I was trying to fit in. And when I was really authentically myself, I found such a place and a group of friends where I naturally belonged and it felt like home. It's interesting because if I tie that back to uh, social media, when Instagram first came out, I was like, no way, no way, no way, no way. I was like, that's all about exclusivity and, uh, you know, FOMO, fear of missing out. And in the beginning, it was, I, I wasn't into it. And very recently, like during quarantine, which is a long time, I think Instagram came out in 2010, I was like, you know, I need to use my platform and, and speak to what matters to me and it will reach the people that it's supposed to reach and I'll follow the things that I want to follow. And if I'm following things I want to follow, it shouldn't give me angst or, or anxiety. I mean, I, I was able to more before now, I, I, a while ago, I moved out of FOMO and I really spent time really being comfortable where I was and who I was happy with and found a place of belonging. And when I found that I didn't have FOMO, I knew I was where I was supposed to be, but I had missed the Instagram train. And I was like, forget it. I'm not even going to try. It's not worth it. And then this year I decided, you know what, I have something to say. And I, I see how I impact people when I share that I felt it was important for me to begin to do that, but not from a place of, oh my God, I have to have followers, but let me do it for the followers that I have. And if more followers join, great. And if they don't, then this is what it's supposed to be. And it, so that, that brings me to my last question. My last question before we have to leave, we have 30 seconds because that's leading to what does living a fearlessly authentic life mean to you? Really being true to who I am, honoring myself, honoring what I love, what I believe in, and not being swayed by other people or trends or things that don't feel authentic to what I believe. If I, if I stay true to what I believe and, and like and appreciate, I feel that I'm living super authentically. It's easy to jump on a bandwagon because you want to be part of something and which kind of ties into Beyond Yoga. I always say Beyond Yoga did not, we didn't jump on a bandwagon. We were the bandwagon. Like we started this yeah. when it was in fashion. And so I feel like really being your own bandwagon allows you to be fearlessly authentic. Thank you, Jody. Thank you so much for your insight. Thank you for being on the show today. How can people find you on Instagram and or where, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Jody Goober Brofsky. Uh, you can go to Beyond Yoga and check out Beyond Yoga. Beyond Yoga has a great Instagram as well with in, all about inclusivity and uh, I hope I see you. If, you. if you come on to my Instagram and you learned about me from Jody, send me a, a comment or a DM and uh, I'll be lucky to get to meet you. Thank you, Jody, so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. 
Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.